Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining Carrie Aller and Friends Coffee Chat. This is Carrie coming at you. And actually, today I have no friends with me, but that doesn't mean I don't have friends. It just means today I have no friends with me. But I wanted to get on here and give you all a word of encouragement. So lately, the Lord has really been growing me in an area, as He always does. And this area is actually one I think a lot of us struggle with, but God has been working with me on how I handle things when they don't go as planned. Now, if you're a control freak like I am, I am a little bit of a control freak and okay, a lot, but God has really been growing me in this area. So yesterday I had a hair appointment scheduled and some other things scheduled And of course, both of my kiddos called and said they were sick. Um, And, you know, of course, I went and got my kiddos and tried to take care of them and things did not go as planned. But it was just a time where I could really love on my kids and, um, you know, help them and all that. So things may not go as planned, but it always works out. There's been so many times where on this journey of trusting the Lord and seeking Him and doing what He's wanting me to do, uh, that God just meets me where I am. He meets me in the middle of my frustration, my worry, my anxiety, and He loves me through it and He guides me through it. And maybe you don't struggle with those things, but I just really feel like being transparent and just telling people like, hey, I totally understand what it means to have some doubt, have some fear, uh, you know, struggle, have those days where you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know where you're going to go next. You just know that, you know, God is in control and that you're doing, you know, you feel like he's wanting you to do. And so it's hard. It definitely is hard, but it is so worth it. So, so worth it. You know, I... I actually, I wrote God Uses the Unusable a couple years ago, but before I wrote that book, the Lord put on my heart to write that book for 10 years, you guys, 10 years. And I doubted God for 10 years, and I struggled for 10 years because I just could not wrap my mind around the fact that God wanted me to write a book. I did not feel qualified. I did not feel worthy. I did not feel like... I knew enough. I gave God every single reason why I could not do it. And when God gave me this word that, you know, I've called you to speak, I've called you to teach, I've called you to write, there was so many days, you guys, that I doubted and I argued with God about it. I wrestled with him and it didn't go as planned. You know, I thought, okay, God, you gave me this word and everything's going to go smoothly. And this is how it's all going to, you know, map out. And I will tell you guys that the blueprint that you have in your mind is not the blueprint that God has. And God has a bigger picture plan for you than you even have planned for yourself. And I think a lot of times we try to put God in a box. We try to tell God, this is how I want it done. This is the time limit that I want it done. And God knows so much more than we do. We can only see such a small picture of the, of the big picture that God has. And so we can only see in front of our feet. But God sees 
decades before us. And so we have to trust him that he knows what he's doing. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. I've been a Christian a long time. I've been in ministry a long time. I preached for a long time. But there are times where I doubt. There are times that I wrestle. There are times where I just cannot put all the puzzle pieces together because it doesn't make any sense. But God is so good, and He's so faithful, and He does things that I can't even put into words almost because it just blows my mind how God orchestrates things in such a way that it may not happen the way I thought or that I planned or that I hoped or or even that I dreamed, but God totally exceeds those every single time. Maybe right now you are feeling stuck. Have you ever felt stuck? I know that there are times in this journey where I'm trusting God and doing what He wants me to do where I feel stuck. And it's not that I feel stagnant. It's just that I don't know what the next move is. And maybe you can relate to that. There's times where I have prayed and I'm like, God, okay, I've done everything I know how to do. Like any way I can do it, I've tried. And now I can't do anymore. So God, you're going to have to take what I can't do. God does every time, every single time. You know, I, I look back and I think about all the things that he's done. Everything that I've ever prayed for, you know, there's been times where God said no, and I didn't understand, and I even cried about it, and I was mad about it. But I'm so thankful that God said no to the things he said no to, because he said yes to something so much bigger in my life. I remember when I was praying for a husband, and I was praying, and I was asking God, okay, Lord, like, this is not what I planned. You know, I had this longtime boyfriend that I was with for almost three years, and I thought I was going to marry him, but then God had other plans, and I never understood why at that time. I was like, God, I don't get it. Like, why would you allow this to happen? But I prayed, and I cried, and I was brokenhearted, but I didn't know that God had my husband, that he was preparing for me. And I've shared this before, but my mom, you know, I was sitting there after this breakup, I was sitting there crying and watching these rom-com movies and you know I mean seriously it was like a you know you know you see those comedy movies where the girl they go through a breakup and they're just sitting there like stuffing their face with Oreos or whatever sugar that they have nearby that's chocolate you guys know what I'm talking about well that was me I was totally doing that stuffing my face with whatever sugary substance I could find and just crying and feeling sorry for myself and kind of being in a pit. And my mom came in there and she was like, you know, what are you doing to prepare yourself for your future husband? Because you don't know God could bring him here in December. And I was like, mom, God's not going to bring my husband in December. That's only like a couple months away. Like, how is that even possible? And, but guess what, guys? Yeah. I met my husband in December, and we met on a blind date. It was like a group date thing, and we got engaged three and a half weeks later, and uh, our engagement lasted six months, and then we were married. But it it all happened in such a way that I never would have 
planned. I never would have plotted that. But God wrote such an interesting love story for my husband and I, and we grew so much. And just all the things that we've gone through, the good, the bad, the ugly, they didn't go as planned. It didn't go as planned. But God showed up in such a way that, and he planned this amazing story. And it's just amazing how God orchestrates things. You know, after we got married, my husband and I, we had a miscarriage. We named that baby Aaron. And we were so brokenhearted about the loss of Aaron. But we didn't know that after we had this miscarriage of this precious baby that God was going to give us another baby a couple months later. And that's my son, Abram. And so, and Abram is hilarious. I'm very convinced he's going to have his own sitcom someday. But God has taught us so much through Abram's life. And, you know, we think about Aaron and I long to see that sweet baby. And I know someday I will, but, you know, God had a plan for Abram to be here. And Abram has taught us so much. It's just amazing how God does work things out, even when we can't see it. Maybe you're in that situation right now. Maybe you can't see what God's doing. You don't understand what God's doing. You don't understand why God's allowing the things that are happening to you to happen. Maybe you just don't get it. Maybe you're mad. I mean, I know a lot of us think, you know, you shouldn't get mad at God. But here's the thing. God understands our emotions. He gave us our emotions. And there are times, and I mean, you can look in the Bible. There's people in the Bible, like, I mean, look at uh, Jonah. Jonah, he had a bad attitude after it all. Like, he went through, you know, getting swallowed by a big fish and you know, having to tell the people of Nineveh to stop doing bad things and the Lord, you know, save them and redeem them. But he had a bad attitude about it. He was mad at God. But, you know, God gives us that freedom to have those emotions and he understands and he meets us where we are. That's the beauty of God. God is, man, God is amazing. God is faithful. He's understanding. He gives us grace that we don't deserve, but he gives it to us. And he meets us where we are. And so I want to encourage you today that God wants to meet you where you are. He wants to meet you where you are. And he is there. And there's times in your life, maybe you've gone through some horrific things in your life where it felt like the Lord was not there. But I guarantee you, I promise you this, with everything within me, I know it's true, that God was there. God was there. He saw your pain. He saw your hurt. He saw your frustration. He saw your anxiety. He saw your depression. He saw your addiction. Whatever it is, God was there. God is there. He sees you where you are. He meets you where you are. And he loves you right where you are. You don't have to be this perfect Christian because there's not a perfect Christian. Every person you meet is broken in some area. Every person you meet 
has shortcomings in some area. I don't care who you are, if you're holding a microphone or not. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much money you don't have. I don't care what your job is. We all are broken. We all are in desperate need of a Savior. And God loves us right where we are, and He meets us right where we are. So when things don't go as planned, you can do one of one or two things. You can either blame God or you can lean on God. You know, I'm a professional. I have been. I'm not going to say I am now because I'm not. The Lord's breaking me from that. I have been a professional worrier in my life, but God is healing me and has healed me from that. And what I've learned about worrying, you guys, is that worrying does not change anything. Worrying doesn't change anything. All it does is it literally makes me sick to my stomach and it robs me of any kind of joy that I have that day. And it just sucks the life out of me. It's draining. God did not intend for us to live in worry. He, he didn't intend for us to live that way. And that's such a rough way to live. Don't do that. I just want to tell you from one person that has struggled with worry in their life, please, like with any ounce of strength that you have, you have to lay it all down. Whatever you're worrying about, whatever you're stressing about, whatever is not going according to your plan, you need to lay that down and say, God, I've done everything I know how to do. I've prayed about it. I've tried to read scriptures to, you know, give me those affirmations that I need to hold on to. Lord, I I have done everything I know how to do, but God, you're going to have to take it because I am not strong enough. And here's the deal. We aren't strong enough, you guys. We aren't strong enough to carry the weight of this world. And God didn't say that we had to. God said that we can lean on him and we can give our concerns and our worries to him because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Like we can lean on him and we can surrender to him and give him all that we're frustrated about, all that we're worried about, all that we're concerned about and give it to him. And he is ultimately in control. Like God is ultimately in control. And if you're praying, you're leaning on God, God has your back. Like he wants to be there. He wants to have you acknowledge him and love him and because he loves you. He loves you. And you know what? God is the God of details. You know, yesterday when I picked up my son from school, you know, he was sick, as I said earlier. And when he told me that he was sick and he said, Mom, the reason I couldn't call you or text you for my phone, my cell phone, is because I lost it. I don't know where it is. And I was like, oh, man, like, you know, we don't, I don't want to have to fork out some money to buy another phone that I know that my precious teenager son is going to, oh, yeah, you know how teenagers are, lose phones, drop phones, all those things. And I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to do that. And I was praying on the way to go get him. And I was like, Lord, please help my son find his phone, you know, or if someone found his phone, like, Lord, please help them be honest and make a good choice and turn it into the office. And I was genuinely concerned and frustrated. And it was such a small thing, you know, with a cell phone to pray for. 
I know that may seem insignificant, but God is the God of details. And so I prayed. I was like, Lord, please help my son find his phone. Please, God, do a miracle. You know, I went inside, got my son. I asked the office if anyone turned in the cell phone. They said no one turned in a cell phone. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, we're going to have to go without a phone a little bit so you can learn your lesson. And then eventually we'll get you a new phone. Well, we got in the car and I sent a text message to the phone just to say, please, if you find this phone, please turn it in the office. Well, when I texted the phone, guess what? We heard a vibration sound. And yes, my son's phone was in his backpack the entire time. (laughs) So here's the deal. We can pray about everything in our life, and God cares about us. Just like, you know, if your kids, if they're little and they lose their favorite toy, it might seem a little bit insignificant to you because that toy is not that important to, you know, to you. But it's important to your child. And, you know, you want to, as their parent, help them find whatever is important to them, you know, that they're looking for. Well, God cares, you know, so much about us. He knows how many hairs are on our head. The Bible says that he even has our tears in a bottle. Like he knows all the tears you've cried and everything. If he cares about all those details, the little worries and concerns that you have about your day-to-day issues, God cares and he wants you to talk to him about it. He wants you to pray to him. He wants you to have a relationship with him. And Your prayers don't have to be these fancy prayers. They don't have to be some structure of a prayer. Like, you can just talk to God how I'm talking to you right now. And, you know, there's been times where I told God, like, you know, I'm I'm really ticked off right now. Like, I am mad. I'm mad that this is going on. I'm mad at this situation. Or there's times where I've said, God, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't get it. Like, what is going on? I, I don't know. Like... I have a pure heart in this situation. What? Why did this happen? You just talk to God like I'm talking to you. And God wants you to. He loves you. He's concerned about anything that you're concerned about. He, he loves you. He has a genuine interest in you. And he made you on purpose for a purpose. So wherever you're at today, please know that God sees you right where you are. You know, the delays in your life are not delays. They're just simply divine setups. You may not understand why or when, how, what, all those things. You know, there's times where I write in my prayer journal and I'm like, why God? What God? When God? You know, I ask God these things because I'm like, I'm a planner. I want to know. I'm a control freak, God. And the Lord is stretching me as he's probably stretching you too, if that's you, if you can relate to that. God wants us to lean on him and and know that he is the one that provides. He is the one that is faithful to us always. He loves us. And if you read in Psalms, I love Psalms. I love David in the Bible. He had many highs, many lows, and many in between. And through it all, He knew that God was with him, but that did not stop him from being transparent about how he felt. And here's the thing. You can't really save face from God because God knows exactly what you're thinking. He knows exactly how you're feeling and the things that you 
maybe don't even talk about to anyone, God knows. So you can't really hide from God. God is a big God. He is a faithful God. He is the true God. He sees you. He meets you where you are. So I really felt like I needed to get on here, though, and just say, if things are not going as planned in your life, it's okay. It's frustrating, yeah. I mean, I get it. I totally get it. It's frustrating as all get out. But you know what? If you just hold on a little bit longer, if you just trust, if you just press into God and allow Him to completely melt away any kind of burden, any kind of frustration that you're trying to carry all by yourself, if you allow Him to ultimately have that burden, ultimately have the stuff that is weighing you down, God will do amazing things if you just simply trust Him. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge in Him, and He will make your path straight. So we can't lean on our own understanding because our own understanding is very limited. But God knows everything, and we have to simply trust Him. You know, I interviewed my sweet friend, Heather Duncan, and when we were talking and I was interviewing her on my podcast, something did not go as planned. Uh, She was referencing a verse in Timothy, and I, with all the confidence in the world, you guys, I I misquoted the scripture because she was like, I know it's somewhere in the Bible. And I confidently said it is 2 Timothy 5.17 or something like that, which it was wrong. (laughs) I looked it up later. That was wrong. Um, But you know what? God can use our mess ups and he makes our messes our message. You know, God can take us who, you know, like I did, I messed up on that scripture um, reference. And I've been in ministry a long time. I know the word of God. Like I've read it cover to cover. I know it. I study it. I love it. I kind of messed up, but you know what? That's okay. That's okay because it's okay to mess up. It's okay to fall down because here's the deal. We all do it. You can try not to mess up. You can try not to fall down, but we all do it. We just have to Go with it. Go with the flow. You know, and whenever I misquoted that scripture, which I I just drew a blank on it again, believe it or not. I had it written down and I was like, okay, I know what it is. It's in Timothy. Um, and I'm drawing a blank on it again. See? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. But okay, I found it. <laughs> it is uh second Timothy one seven. And it's for the spirit God gave us did not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And, or there's like other versions too, like the New Living Translations, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. You know, even though I messed up, I could have just been like, man, I messed up. It didn't go as planned. I give up because that was stupid. I feel stupid. Well, here's the deal. If you give up every time you mess up, then you're going to be giving up a lot because you're going to mess up a lot. But if you say, hey, you know what? I messed up, but I'm going to get up 
That's when God's power shines. That's when the example of redemption and forgiveness and all these things come into play for others to be able to learn from our own mess, our message, our testimony. And so, yeah, I messed up on a scripture whenever I was interviewing on my podcast. But you know what? If you allow your mistakes to hold you back every time you mess up, you will be stagnant. You will be stuck forever (laughs) because all of us mess up all the time, every day, whether it's in our thoughts, whether we do it out loud, whether we you know, give someone a bad look, whether we have an attitude, whatever it is, we all mess up. But God is so faithful that he can take us, you know, us humans who are a hot mess, and he makes a masterpiece out of our broken pieces. So, you know, did I mess up on a scripture? Yes. Have I done that before? Yes. (laughs) Because I have mommy brain, that's what I call it. And sometimes you just forget things. So, but here's the deal, you guys. It might not go as planned. Maybe you're on a new adventure. Maybe you stepped out in faith and you're, you know, doing something that you haven't done before and it's stretching you in ways you never dreamed that you'd be stretched. But you have to cling to the Lord for strength and guidance and discernment because God is the only one that has complete clarity, and he is clarity. He is not a God of confusion. He's a God of clarity. And so you have to cling to him. So whatever area you're feeling like, hey, I'm falling short, it's not going as planned, I'm frustrated, give yourself some grace because we all need that grace. I need grace, grace, grace upon grace because I am a hot mess express sometimes. Here's the deal too. Maybe... You know, you've been trying to do the right thing and things still don't work out as planned. I have friends that, you know, have gotten divorced that, you know, they tried to do the right thing. They were feeling like, hey, I'm trying to do everything I know how to do. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm doing this. But their partner still wanted to leave and, you know, do the wrong thing and all this stuff. You cannot control another person, what they do, their choices, all those things, but you can control what you do and you're responsible for what you do. You can either allow yourself to be consumed and controlled by other people or you can choose to be at peace with the Lord and allow God to rejuvenate you, to restore you. And, you know, those friends of mine that have gone through divorces, it's been hard. It's been frustrating. It's it's such a broken place. But here's the deal is God can take all those things, all the things unplanned, all the broken things, all the frustrating things, all the things, you guys, and God can make something beautiful out of it. And he does every single time. You know, and it says in Romans that, Uh, God uses all things for our good. So all the good, all the bad, all the things unplanned, all of it, and he uses it for our good because he loves us, and that's how faithful he is. God genuinely loves you. He has a good plan for you. It says in Jeremiah 29 that God has a plan, a future for us. 
And if God has a plan and a future for us of hope and good things, then we need to cling to that truth and we need to confess it with our mouths. When things don't go as planned, sometimes we grumble and complain. I know if my kids grumble and complain, you know, it's because things are not going as they planned. And I totally understand that place because I have, like I told you guys, I've grumbled, I've complained, I've told God I'm mad, I've told God I'm frustrated. But God meets you where you are, and He loves you right where you are. And He meets you where you are, and He doesn't ever give up on you. And that is such an amazing thing. So be encouraged today. Know that, you know what? There are other people that are walking in the same kind of frustration that you may be walking in today. But I want to encourage you to, hey, don't stay there. It's okay. Yeah, your emotions kind of take over for a minute. It's okay to vent. It's okay to be upset. It's okay, but you cannot stay in that place. You have to get up. You have to move up, move on. Just trust God because he knows what he's doing. And, you know, it's easy, too, to get in a rut of when things don't go as planned. We just focus our whole attention on the things that are not going right in our life. But what if we would shift our perspective and would focus on the things that actually are going right in our life? I want to encourage you today that maybe you may be in a season where you don't know what the next step is, but focus on the things that God has done in your life. Write down the things that God has done in your life. And I guarantee you the list that God has done, the blessings that you do have, is probably a lot longer than the ones than the list that would be full of the things that God you feel like hasn't done or maybe things that haven't gone right in your life. Guaranteed, the list that God has done is so much bigger, you guys. You know, being a children's pastor for a long time, kids' prayers are so innocent, you guys. They thank God for the sunshine, the grass, you know, their dog. I mean, they thank God for the little things in their life. If we would just thank God for all the little things, all the big things, everything in between, I think our perspective would shift and I think our attitudes would become better. And we can either be better or bitter. I want to choose to be better. Even if things don't go as planned, I'm going to choose to be better. Our pastor spoke a message at church um, on Sunday, and I'm going to wrap it up here, but it was such a good word, but it was about not quitting And there's so many times where we want to quit when things don't go our way, when things don't go the way that we want them to or in the timing that we want them to. But we cannot quit. And if you don't quit, the testimony of that to your children, to your spouse, to your family, to your friends will not only inspire them, but it will show God's miraculous ways in your life, that it'll be such a testimony to them and encourage them and help them understand that, you know what, I may not have, you know, it all planned out. I may not know what the next step is, but God does know the plan. God is faithful. God keeps his promises. And there are so many promises in the word of God. If we would just cling to them, confess them, believe them, and hold tight to them, I think a lot of us wouldn't get so discouraged. 
because we would know the truth. But if you're not in the Word of God, and if you're not studying, and if you're not trying to have a relationship with the Lord, then you are going to be easily swayed by your emotions, by your circumstance, by the world. You have to hold tight to what is true. You have to give yourself that affirmation by reading God's Word, because God's Word is as relevant today as it was yesterday. God is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is everything. And if God is everything and God knows everything, we need to hold tight to Him. We need to believe God that He's going to do what He says He's going to do, that He's going to restore what has been stolen from you. He's going to miraculously make your life such a masterpiece because you are his masterpiece. You're created in his image. He loves you. He adores you. He wants you. You have to hold tight to those things, you guys. And I'm telling you this not as someone that has it all figured out. I don't. I'm a hot mess express sometimes. I will be the first one to admit it. But I know that God is good. I know that God has been faithful. And there is so much that God wants to bless you with, if you just lean into him, will you trust him today? Will you trust him? Even if things don't turn out the way that you planned or hoped, will you trust him? Even if your prayers go unanswered, will you trust him? And I'll tell you this, even though it may seem like your prayers go unanswered, God always answers. Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And sometimes the answer is wait. But God always answers. So be blessed today, friends. Know that I'm right there with you. I'm there praying. I am there trying to worship and and love the Lord. But I'm also, there's times where I myself get discouraged. I myself get mad. I, I get frustrated. I get confused and all those things, but oftentimes it's when I am relying on my own strength. That's when the confusion outweighs the peace. But when I rely totally on the Lord, my peace outweighs any kind of confusion. I love you guys. Check out my website at www.carryaller.com. I would love it if you guys would comment on iTunes and let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if there's other things you'd like me to address or talk about. I am definitely open to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I want this podcast to be a podcast that encourages, that talks about the tough stuff, that enlightens people, that you know just gives an encouraging word because I think our world is so full of chaos and so full of negativity and all those things that we need more happiness and joy and we need more encouragement. So please share it, like it, comment on it, and love you guys. God bless you.